I like your ringtone, John. Okay, let's do it. Hey, what's up, Pentels? Hey, my man, what's up? Good. Uh, okay, you got to walk me through the pronunciation of first okay. or last name. Yeah, no doubt. So a lot of people think it's Pantelis, but it's actually Pantelis. Ooh. Uh, I, I, it's all good, though. I really go with anything. Oh. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get too offended. So. Okay. All right, that's yeah, good. Pantelis is the, is the correct one. It's Pantelis. the correct pronunciation. And then what's the last name? I'm sorry. I. This, that's the hard one. So the, uh, the last name is Cicidias. Cicidias. Oh, that's good, actually. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, just like bet. Bet, bet, bet. That's Pantelis. I was scared because now that you're all internet famous now, I didn't I didn't want to offend with the mispronunciation of the of the <laughs> Man, first no, name. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say internet famous, but I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, go. so um, well, you are internet famous. I'll say it because I mean that's what now four or five viral tweets that your celebrations <laughs> have now been on Twitter. I mean that's that's an impressive feat. How have you been able to handle that fame? Well, I mean it is very humbling. I mean you just. You, you just take it day by day. I mean, it isn't really too crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's not anything like, oh, some professional athlete clout or anything like that. It's just, you know, I just, every once in a while I'll get an influx of tweets or, you know, Instagram followers or whatever. But it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, it, it, it's very humbling, like I said. So For sure. Okay, we're going to help you in that humbling process. We didn't tell you about this beforehand, but do you know, uh, are you familiar with, like, Jimmy Fallon does, like, the celebrity reads mean tweets? Okay, so uh, John and I have some tweets for you. They're all replies to either that first viral Sports Center tweet um, that got you that one from. Uh, it was the one that you retweeted recently. There's that one, and then there's like the CBS Sports tweet of you from a while ago. And we printed out oh. some replies. All right, <laughs> and so so John and I, John and I are gonna read some of these. Um, uh, read some of these haters, okay? These people, okay. they are really mean, man. And we're going to read them to you, and you are going to rate them 1 to 10 on how bad, like, how badly you feel after hearing them. Like, do they really destroy your confidence? Does that sound all right? I'm real, hey, this is a great idea. Yeah, okay, I'm excited. <laughs> all right, let's okay. hear them. Okay, I'll go first. Dave Raff says, they need to grow up. Bench decorum isn't what it should be. <laughs> okay. I guess that's kind of mean, but it's not the worst thing in the world. So I'll probably, I'll probably put that at about a two. You, yeah. you don't want to hear it, but it's not going to kill you. I agree. I agree. Okay, that's our baseline. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. This this one's pretty cold. Joe Dubriel says, "Is the dude in the goggles from the Make a Wish Foundation?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Funny, so I'm, I'm gonna do the ratings based off of how upset I should be by them. Yeah, so yeah. that one I'm gonna go with, uh, I'll probably say four and a half. Okay, yeah, yeah all right. Hey, fair. dude, you got thick skin, man. That would that one would probably send me to tears. You're tougher than I am. All right, oh, man. next one. Next one is from Bobby K. Bobby K is very upset. He says, I watched this quick and thought this was the Mavs and couldn't figure out how 32 was on the bench. Thought it was the Water Boy or from Make a Wish. Mm. So now, so now, not only do we have Make a Wish, now we got Water Boy too. Yeah. Oh man! Oh so yeah. So that's 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 gotta up the ante a little bit. I, I'll probably, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and put that at about a, uh, I'll say seven. Okay. Seven. Okay. I'm not too pissed, but All you right. know. All right. <laughs> My man Ethan Singer says. My man was so hyped he couldn't even take his shirt off. That's not I even like, like a roast. That's no. like I mean, that's like a compliment almost. You know? Like, yeah. yeah. It, what is, is it? Is, 
I, I don't know what he's trying to say there. Is yeah. he trying to say I'm too big? Or I, don't, I, I don't know. Yes. Maybe I'm jacked. That's exa- you know, I, take it that way. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I'm going to go ahead and put it at a one. That really boosts my confidence up. All right. Bet, bet, bet. <laughs> way too jacked for okay. that shirt. Okay. The people's <laughs> champ says, yo, they got a 12-year-old at the end of the bench. <laughs> well, I'm not 12. Um, there we go. I'll go ahead and put that out there. That is not factual. <laughs> so... <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> But I like the uh, the incentive to just have to comment something. So I'll go ahead and put the twelve year old. It can't be worse than the water boy uh, uh, special special kid. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna say three. Okay. All right. This this next one is probably the worst in my opinion. Um, but we'll oh see what goodness. you think. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Kenny Morgan says, "Admirable of them to give a Greek special needs kid with a bad haircut a spot on the team. You can't f- convince me otherwise." My goodness. That's kind of cold. That's a little cold, for real. That's pretty cold, and I think the worst part about it is the haircut. I mean, why, why do they have to hate the hair? I don't I'm, understand. I but, love uh, the hair. I think I, the hair is awesome. Yeah, big fan. Big, hey, I'm, hey I'm, I'm a little hurt by that one. I'm going to go ahead and put that one at uh, about, about a nine. Uh, yeah, one that, nine. Okay. That's pretty All right, mad. so that was the worst one then, because you rated that nine. So that was the worst one. Now I'm going to go to a compliment, and this is when this is where we'll end the tweets, because we, we brought you down, now we're going to bring you back up. All right? I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. So, at EddieDio1234 says, how does he stop having sex long enough to do that? <laughs> well, that's a fair question. So, uh, are we doing the 1 through 10 again? You can just, I mean, just give me your pure reaction to that. Like, is it true? You know, like, I mean, just are reflect. they... It's just reflect. just reflect, yeah. Uh, you know, as a reflection, I'm going to go ahead and say a gentleman never tells, but obviously, I'm going to have to... I, I had to stop during the game. You know, it, it was a given. Mm. So mm. I stopped during the game, and uh, I guess, you know, game times are enough for me to uh, refrain from the act. Fair enough. So. Fair enough. Okay, mm. so we talked to Andrew Terrell of Maryland earlier this year, and he told us, I can't see you doing this, so I want to get your reaction to this. He told us that whenever there's a game that he doesn't see himself getting in, around the 12-minute mark, he sends a manager to go get him the leftovers from the pregame meal, and then he eats on the bench. He has, like, a plate of food <laughs> under the bench. Uh, I mean, I mean, I've eaten granola bars during the game, and I definitely drink my fair share of Gatorades and waters during the game. Okay. I can never say that I've gotten to the level where I've told somebody to go get me, like, a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've never been to that point. So that's pretty legendary. I think he just gave me an idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and he's... He's a senior this year, so he's been around this block a few times. He's figured out what works, what doesn't work. Um, so just, I would just file that little bit of information away. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to have to build a little bit of street cred. Uh, I'm going to have to start building it up more before I do that. That's a bad move. The one thing I'll say is that you might have doomed yourself because, I don't know, I, I was watching FS1 last night. I watched your guys' game. John and I both did. And literally FS1 had two cameras on you at all times, all times. for whenever DePaul <laughs> scored. So I don't think you could get away with eating on the bench. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think they're definitely going to catch it, but I don't know what people would think about that. I don't know if they would think it was funny or if they would be upset. Uh, I think it's it'd be pretty. Shot. It's worth a shot. Be on the lookout for that. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. Because, like, I, you know, I, you know, people do like the, you know, your, one of your celebrations, like the whole eating thing, right? Oh yeah. Like, and even, I get very hungry too. I you, get hungry in the games. You a could lot just of energy expanded. Get up and jump around with a steak and do the whole thing again. Just <laughs> act, actually <laughs> eating. That would be legendary. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of celebrations, what's your what's your favorite celebration? My favorite one, man. I don't know. See, last year I was doing the hit them folks a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I still love it. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's the past me. Yeah, I it's a little dated. That. Yeah. So now 
I don't know, really. I just jump around now. I mean, when when <laughs> yeah. I see something, I just get hyped. So that's kind of my first instinctual thing to do. I just start jumping. Just go with and, it. Yeah, just kind of going with the flow. So <laughs> I'd say uh, any form of uh, trademark jump ah, is, yes. probably, the is jump. probably my number one at this point. I think that the reason why you stand out when you jump is most guys jump up and down, they their legs stay straight. You jump up and down, and you, like, bring your feet up kind of, like, almost to your knee level, you know? So oh, yeah. It, like, I think like I... Like a bounce. Yeah, it's like a bounce more than a jump, mm-hmm. which is it's just magnificent. It's magnificent to watch. Well, that's because that's when I jump normally, I only have, like, a 22, 23-inch vertical, <laughs> so it's not going to be too much, you know. It's not going to be anything spectacular. So mm-hmm. I figure when I, you know, bend my knees up, at least it looks like something. Yeah. Okay, I get that. That's um, like me and the Yeet back in the day. Oh yeah. You remember yeet. the Yeet? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Okay, Pantelis, I gotta ask you something. You gotta be straight up with me. All right. You gotta be honest. All right. 100% so with you. I something came up. You know, with all this all this Pantelis hype on on Twitter last night and this morning, something came up from a game. I assumed it was Marquette because they were wearing light blue jerseys. It was from okay. I think they said it was last year, and it was a video of the other team. Shooting a three and you were celebrating? Is there was that was that doctored or is that true? Okay, so I've been I've been meaning to address this for a long time because <laughs> I've I've watched the video on various occasions and it for sure I'll give everybody the benefit of the doubt. It for sure looks like I was celebrating the shot. And I'll give you guys uh, that's fair, fair to say. But so th- this is what really happened. So I was telling our team to close out. So mm. I had my hands up, mm. you know, I wanted him to do, you know, high hand close out, you know, kind of bother the shot a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I jumped up and put my hands up. It just so happened that when I jumped up and put my hands up, whoever it was, I don't remember exactly who it was, but whoever it was on Marquette shot the ball. So then it looked like I was celebrating for them. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of in a predicament because everybody thought so. My teammates thought so, too. They were like, what are you doing? Like, why are you? I thought you played for us. You know what I'm saying? You can't play for both teams. So, yeah, that is, uh, that's, the, that's the reality of the matter. No, thank you, thank you for clearing the air. I believe you, for one. I, I don't I know about the that. people listening. I believe you. Um, that means a lot to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, let's back up to that Marquette game last night. Um, more basketball side. Marcus Howard, obviously one of the best players in the nation. Um, how, did you, how did you guys game plan for him going into last night? Well, really, we just had to respect the fact that he's an incredible player, an incredible shooter. I mean, he can stretch the floor and shoot the ball from anywhere. So we were really just trying to make sure that, you know, we had a hand high on him all the time, making sure that when he came off of screens, you know, somebody was there. Because if he sees even a little bit of daylight, he can shoot that ball, and nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, it's probably going to go in. So Mm -hmm. we were really just focusing on him, trying to make sure that he doesn't get in the groove and gets comfortable, because when that happens, not a whole lot of people can stop him. Yeah, no doubt. Um, your DePaul team, I don't think anybody really saw this coming, maybe outside of Chicago, but DePaul is right in the mix of the Big East. You guys still, even after that loss, have a shot at making the big dance. Three and four in conference. Um, what? Tell me like, what people might not know about your team, why they've been able to have the success in conference that you guys have had. So I think a lot that has to do with it is our culture this year because our culture, everybody is really tight-knit in the group right now and um people are buying into the program i feel like in previous years the teams weren't as close it's not that it was you know a dire problem or anything like that but i think this year i mean everybody's friends with everybody everybody gets along everybody plays together as a unit and uh, i think now you know we're kind of starting to incorporate our bigs a lot and uh, we have it in you know incredible bigs paul reed and femi and you know uh, Jalen Buds. We have a lot of great players, and of course our perimeter players, Max Drews, Eli Devin. You know we have just incredible players. So I think as everybody's starting to learn how to play together, I think it's going to be really dangerous. 
For sure. No, I agree with that. You guys, I mean, definitely balanced out there. Um, and you guys are ahead of Butler and Xavier, which is, I mean, I don't know if anybody saw that coming. Creighton, Georgetown, a, a lot of good teams that you guys are ahead of. So very impressive. We're going to be rooting for you guys for sure. Um, so Marquette had a pretty loud arena, Fiserv for Serve Forum, however it's pronounced. Their fans got pretty loud. What is the loudest arena that you guys have played in? So I would for sure say Marquette was second to St. John's because St. John's, it's it's a smaller gym. You know, it's it's pretty significantly smaller than all the other ones, but it is packed. Okay. I mean, you can't get in there, and then everybody's just so loud. It's a smaller venue, so you know the noise echoes. And I'm telling that is it is <laughs> surreal to play in that arena. That's what I've heard about like Cameron Indoor at Duke is that like it doesn't seat that many people, but just like the people that do get in, they're so loud and it's packed. So that makes sense. Um, what about the meanest fans? Like, I'm sure you get some. I'm sure you get some hecklers that that don't hide behind their screens on Twitter and re- reply all those mean things. You got, you probably get some guys that are talking to you. What's probably the meanest arena that you've been in, and what's the worst thing that you've heard? Easily, without a doubt, Seton Hall. Seton Hall was <laughs> by far. I mean, they had signs. They were oh, no. saying all types of stuff. They were. I mean, they were. One kid almost got kicked out. Actually, I think. I think he did end up getting kicked out because he said something in the first half that was pretty bad. He was. He was talking the whole game, and then he said something that was pretty out there. And then one of the security guards came up and was like, "Hey, you can't do that anymore. I'm gonna kick you out." And then I. About five minutes later, I didn't see him anymore. So I can't confirm he got kicked out, but he probably did. But, uh, yeah, see, I'm to Seton Hall, they are ruthless. Those fans are ruthless. Uh, dude, how do you – I mean, so you were given some pretty low ratings to some of those mean tweets. How do you build up the skin thick enough um, to be able to deal with all that? Um, like, I mean, I, I would just crack. I would crack with the first <laughs> fans. So how do you – I mean, how do you do that? Well, the way, the way I see it, I mean, I'm – I can't complain about a thing right now. I'm living the dream. You know, everything's going great. Being a walk-on on a, in, a, in a high major program in the Big East in Chicago, probably arguably one of the best cities, if not the best city in America in the world. I mean, well, you know, what, what can I really be mad at? So I take everything that people say with a grain of salt, and I think that, you know, if they're upset with me and they really need to say something, let them say it. I'm not going to be too bothered. I feel that. Um, a little Chirac. <laughs> yeah. Chirac, baby. <laughs> so that's a thing. John had told me about that. I'd never heard of that. And he was like, yeah, Chirac's a thing. So that's, I mean, Chirac is an actual thing. Chirac is a thing. Um, I, I, I haven't really been to that part of town, which they call Chirac, so I can't really say anything <laughs> here or there about it. But, I mean, I've met a lot of people from there, and they're great people. So I don't know what the truth is about that but i know the city of chicago as a whole is very safe like lincoln park you know the neighborhood that uh we live in in depaul is very safe downtown is very safe so but you know I, i've definitely heard some stuff about chirac i've so. probably heard in a rap song probably <laughs> probably yeah and a rap song yep. <laughs> you ever hear about uh shiberia don't they have that over there Siberia. I never heard of that. That's new to me what are you talking about <laughs> i've heard people refer to chicago as shiberia because it's always cold there uh, <laughs> Uh, That's pretty accurate, but I can't. This is the first time I ever heard that. Okay, I mean it's cool. Whatever, it's fine. Uh, so, pass the least. I'm gonna start that up. <laughs> do it, do it for real. Say my boy John on the pod. <laughs> what, Siberia. Siberia. What is <laughs> what is your favorite part about being on a D1 basketball team? Oh man, for sure, just seeing all the different cities, seeing all the different arenas, the facilities. I mean, all, especially you know, because we're in the Big East. This is one of the best conferences in, in America. So. I think all the facilities and uh, just all the schools is incredible. So I love just traveling around, seeing new things that I probably wouldn't have seen if I weren't on the team. So, yeah. 
I appreciate that. Um, so you have gotten in a few times this year. Not a lot, but you've gotten in a few times. If you were to get in again, would you rather hit a three or take a charge? Oh, man. You know what? Here's a fun fact about me. Uh, I played basketball for almost all my life. And I've never, not one time in my life, taken a charge. So wow. I'm going to say for sure, for sure, shooting a three. That's wow. unexpected. I thought for sure you'd come on here and say, I'll take a charge, no doubt. I think that two-thirds, yeah, go I've ahead. I've never taken one charge, and I've never dove on the floor for a ball once. Whoa. I'm right there with you, for real. Whoa. Yep, yep. and that's also why I've never gotten injured, not one time. <laughs> yes. So it's protect, protecting yourself for, you know, I appreciate Not a single time. Being smart, <laughs> being smart about it. Um, we actually, I actually watched your, your high school highlight tape. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, I was half expecting you to say take a charge, but now that you say rather hit a three, you were, you were splashing threes left and right on that high school oh, highlight yeah. tape, man. Oh, yeah, because you got you to gotta think about my style of play, too. That goes into me not getting injured because all <laughs> I did and most of my highlight day is shoot threes. Yeah. yeah. That's all I really used to do. Chill out there. Every once in a while, you know, they would they would jump past me. I'd pump fake, maybe hit a little mid-range, maybe do a layup or something. But I was never any, you know, acro, acrobatic type of player. Yeah. And why why sacrifice your body when you're playing alongside Jaron Jackson Jr. and Jordan Poole? I, there's just no you know? reason. <laughs> No reason to. No reason to. Let them let them do what they got to do. They're incredible players. They handle themselves. So yeah. What was it like no to get injured? Yeah. What was it like to play with them in high school? Uh, it was extremely. That's another humbling experience because I thought I was pretty good. You know, I thought I was an above average basketball player. Then I got on that team at Lalamere my senior year. I started playing with you know Jordan Poole, Jaron Jackson, Brian Bowen. Oh man, I really I was not that good. Not that good anymore because <laughs> these guys are incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, what, final question, and then we'll let you go. Um, so what's the story behind the hair? Because you did not have this hair in your high school highlight tape. I did not. So basically, I had pretty normal hair. It was longer, and I used to put it up, but it wasn't anything like it was today. And then, I don't know, I kind of got the, just got a hitch to dye my hair. And then mm. I dyed it blonde. I liked it. And then it was growing, and I liked the way it was growing. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to experiment a little bit, you know, let it grow, see what happens. And then... This happened. This is a result of that. And everybody was like, oh, your hair's so cool. That's awesome. And then, uh, you know, I got out here to DePaul, you know, started playing, got on the bench and everything. And then, um, you know, everybody loved it. So I was like, why, why, you know, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So here it is. Have you ever gotten the old uh, Super Saiyan Dragon Ball thing? Oh, multiple times. I've heard everything at this point. Dude. I for sure heard that. I heard uh, Beavis and Butthead. I heard Beavis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All types of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I saw something on Twitter that was like, it was like I think it was another reply to the to the Sports Center tweeting. It was like, Kurt Rambis and Vanilla Ice had a love child, and it was like, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's me. Okay, I said last question a couple questions ago, but this is my for sure last question. That's um, okay. If you Let had if you had to compare yourself to an NBA player, who would you say? Because I have an answer in mind, but I want to hear your thoughts. Oh man, are you talking about style of play or personality or what? Just a combination. Like if you were if you were an NBA player, who's your who's your player comp, but also personality wise? That's tough. Oh man, I feel like if I'm gonna combine the two, I'm a JJ Redick mm. with Lance Stevenson's personality. I, oh, dude, <laughs> that's that... much better than what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's so great. I was gonna say Della Vadova, but then I felt less confident because you said that you never taken a charge. I don't take any charge. Never diving on loose balls. balls. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, it doesn't even fit. But uh, Pantelis, <laughs> we really appreciate you coming on, dude. This was a lot of fun. 
Oh man, my pleasure, man. I love doing stuff like this. All right, we are officially officially a Pentelis podcast. We're gonna be we're gonna be yeah. uh, spouting you strictly. all all season long, strictly <laughs> Pentelis. Uh, we'd love for you to come on again, but uh, appreciate definitely. Thanks uh, calling in. Thanks for calling in, man. No doubt, man. It's my pleasure. It was great talking to you. Guys. Yeah, good. All right, man. All right, see you. Yeah. All right. I'll catch you later. That was Pantelis Sicidius. That's a dope name. Freaking walk-on legend that we just talked to. That's a cool name. Um, yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts, John? I mean, what's going through your head right now? He is living the dream. Yeah, he is. For a walk-on guy. You know, yeah, he he's is. not a big guy. He's just, just a dude. Yeah. He's just a dude. He's doing dude things. That's pretty cool. I imagine, like, if I was in his shoes, I would be, like wanting to get out there and play but it seems like he's just along for the ride and enjoying it absolutely not me getting to travel he's i mean he's not he doesn't have the pressure you know right he's just chilling he's chilling he's got a deadly three-point stroke gets to hype up his teammates his only pressure is is hyping up his teammates well he's literally got cameras on him national tele nationally televised games they care more Uh, about him than the actual game themselves he is such a role model i know if i had found him while i was in high school john you know we played on the same high school team you were averaging twenty a game. I was the I was the high school equivalent of a bench warmer. Mm-hmm. If I had known about him, I would have definitely tried to do what he's doing in college, and yep. I think I would have succeeded. Well, I okay. <laughs> I wouldn't want to steal his thunder by getting rec specs, but I would I would yeah. think of something. Yeah, I would maybe sunglasses inside I feel like, the I feel arena. Like you'd be a little more aggressive though if you got in. Oh yeah, like because when you would get in a couple times. Oh, I was diving all aggressive. over the place. I don't know about diving, but you were I was aggressive. diving. No, I will there. show you my huddle tape. With the little flame circle around me, diving. You might have dove on the sideline because you saw a penny. One time I got a block. I stuffed a guy. I do remember that. I got beat on a backdoor cut because I wasn't paying attention. And then so they, they got he got the ball down in the paint, went it for a layup, stuffed him from behind. Yeah. I yeah. felt like a freaking monster. It was probably a foul. No, it, it was all it? ball. All ball, <laughs> baby. All ball, baby. All ball. What's happened lately? What's happened? What's happened? Know. First on the agenda, we have to talk about... I have a serious question for you. Oh, Lord. Here so I'm going to talk quietly. you got to lean in, okay? Little cat voice. Um, we don't I, use I just, our cat voice. I need, I need your thoughts okay. on this okay. because this has really been bothering me. Yeah. Um, so if LeBron James and Conor McGregor were to fight oh. MMA style in a UFC ring, um, who would win in a UFC fight given one week to prepare? You know, Stephen brought this up, yeah. and we have, it's, it's, it's it been started becoming an argument. And he said LeBron James. Yeah, I without a doubt think Conor McGregor would Me knock too. the frick out of LeBron James. Me too. See, LeBron that, James is a big dude, this but doesn't, that doesn't mean you're a good fighter. This doesn't make for good podcasting now because we have to disagree. But we can at least talk because Conor McGregor, to me, it's not all about size. Conor McGregor is obviously very short. LeBron I've liked James Conor McGregor is for a, long time. a hulking figure. I would go to Hooters in Cartersville because they would to Hooters. Yeah. I mean, I was like 12, so it was fine. <laughs> oh, then it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I would go there on like the Friday nights. We, m- me and my boys, me and my friends would go to the lake. We'd come back to Hooters because they would always play the games for free, and, and you had to pay for pay-per-view or whatever. So we were like, bet, let's just go there. So we went there. Like Every single one of his fights, all of – who's the girl now that went to WWE, whatever, and Ronda oh, Rousey's yeah, no, fights. Oh, no, Danica Patrick, yeah. No, R- Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Danica and, Patrick. And Ronda Rousey's fight, And we would go – to those fights and just go watch fights. And I, I've never been a fight guy ever, yeah. but my friends are like, yo, you should watch this. And Conor McGregor, dude, his style is so fun to watch. Yeah, I'm not into fighting stuff, but I would be so intrigued if LeBron James fought Conor McGregor. And LeBron James has got the size, but right. Conor's got the technique. 
you know? Yeah. And I don't think it would... I feel like the thing LeBron James would have over Connor is, like, the grappling aspect. Like, yes. Khabib had in the most recent fight. That's why Khabib smacked Connor. But if it's straight up punch on punch, Connor all day. And LeBron doesn't have the... the he, he's not a fighter, so he's not going to know how to grapple properly. So, Connor... And you got to think, the first time Connor touches LeBron James, he's going to call for a foul. You right. know, and that right. just that just slows the whole match down. It's like the the gym's too hot. Yeah. So you Connor, that whole thing. No. When LeBron's like laying down because he said the gym was too hot <laughs> in Miami. You're playing in Miami. He's LeBron. a freaking Jedi master. You're playing in Miami. The force is strong in here. Yeah. yeah. No, I think he would. I mean, he might get Connor Rigger to foul out because Connor touches him six times. That's yeah. he's fouled out. Fouled out. And LeBron automatically wins. Now, what about one on one in basketball? I've seen a video. Connor actually has a video of him shooting a three, and it Are you is me right now? so dysfunctional. Are you me right now? I think it'd be a close match. Are you me right now. Kidding me right now? Okay, who would win one on one, LeBron James or Kevin Durant? Substitute LeBron James or Kevin Durant? That was a quick switcheroo. I have one more thought on this Connor thing. All right, go for the Connor. I think if you substitute out, I'm trying to think of a Cavs player who was on the Cavaliers title team, 2016. If you substitute Trent Thompson. Tristan Thompson? Tristan Thompson. I think he was still. I'm trying to think of a player that you could sub in Connor McGregor for. Delhi, bro. But Delhi helped them so much. If you sub in Conor McGregor for, um, oh, oh, uh, Jefferson, Richard okay. Jefferson. If you sub Conor McGregor in for Richard Jefferson, I think that the Cavaliers still probably would have won the 2016 NBA title. Well, because Richard, Richard Jefferson didn't do much. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think, then you could have anybody out there. I think Conor McGregor. You, out there. you know, like Twiddly D and Twiddly Dumb. I think that Conor McGregor could be the Twiddly D. To to Delva's twiddly dumb. Yes, so kind of like a, almost like means. a Kelly Olynyk action when he separated Kevin Love's shoulder. Conor McGregor could go in, um, maybe just like separate Curry's shoulder. Just put the smack down a little bit. Just one quick, just kick, yeah, kick to the kick sure. to the neck, um, and sure. he's out. And then the Cavs win easily. They don't even have to come easily. back from three yeah. one. They maybe sweep. Just saying. How about Tennessee though? I want to talk about Tennessee. Oh boy. We'll scratch the LeBron Kevin Durant. Vanderbilt was robbed. Dude, Vanderbilt should have won that game. That flagrant foul was so BS that they called. I wasn't even watching the game, actually, because I I looked at, you know, the listings for the day or whatever, and I was like, that's not even going to be a game. Vanderbilt is not as having a subpar season. And I look on Twitter, and Vanderbilt's trending number one. And I'm like, what's going on? So I look at it, and everybody's complaining about this flagrant call, and then I get into it, and I watched all – it went into overtime. Yeah. Which is impressive against Tennessee, who's the number one team. Yeah. It's crazy. I and it was I watched the game from start to finish. Um, and so that's why I missed part of the uh, DePaul game, the first part. But I mean Tennessee, they it, I don't know, man. Like they're a good team, they're a great team, they deserve to be number one. I think Duke's better though. But you gotta th- it Duke is better, I think. Um, yeah. but you just got to think in a like when it gets to the tournament and it's one game and you're gone. If right. they put on the same type of performance, oh, they're not getting far at all. They're not getting far at all. I don't and, even give them past first round if they do that. And they played at Vanderbilt, but the crowd was literally half UT fans, half Vandy fans. Right. So that's I mean, exactly Vanderbilt is in Tennessee. Ex- yeah. So no doubt, literally, you're, you're spewing facts here. But I'm that's pretty ex- sure. I could be wrong. That's a I'm tournament pretty- atmosphere. When half the crowd is one team, half the crowd is the other right. team. Right. Everybody's hyped up. Everybody's excited, and the Vols just did not look like a behemoth. And Vanderbilt scared him. And Vanderbilt, barring a, Vanderbilt for sure made gave the game away at the end. Even with missing the flagrant call, throws. mission free throws, they threw the ball away. A couple mm-hmm. of really bad turnovers. 
Um, how about Grant Williams, though, for Tennessee? He would yeah. not let them lose. No. He's one of my favorite college off. basketball players. He, yeah. went, he had, what, like 40? At least. He had 40-plus. He went off. He did not miss a single free throw. He yeah. was like 23 for 23. I, I have, mean, I have something to admit. On. Uh-oh. And I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Pentelis. First off, I apologize to you. Oh, no. I didn't watch the DePaul game last oh, night. Oh, no. John. I know. You said John and I both watched, and I was like, huh. I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. I didn't watch it. I watched some of it, and then I watched well, highlights. I watched like need, a half. I didn't watch the whole game. All you need to do is just go back and watch highlights of Pantelis. Well, I, I watched some of the game. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I kind of um, forgot about the first half. Yeah, no, it's okay. It ended up being a good game. DePaul gave him a run well, for their the, money. I mean, you know, end of the third quarter, it was close. Yeah. And then, uh, I, I mean, it says right here 13 of his last 23 points in the final six minutes. Yeah, for Marcus Howard. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it just and ended bad for DePaul, Marquette, but it was a close game. You you play that game at DePaul. Who knows what could have happened? Marquette I mean, Marquette's is, number 12. That's no small feat. Marquette lost has not 10. lost at home this season. And, yeah, number 12, right. they live and die by the three. And they started feeling themselves from three, especially late in that game. Um, but DePaul gave a run for their money. They really did. It was a good game. They really did. Uh, John, I need you to watch Baby Driver, Okay. Because um, I, I just watched it before we started recording, and we talked about this a little bit in the truck, but you would love that movie. John, for everybody listening, is a huge car guy. He's a, mu- a huge 80s music guy. More than anything. More than anything. It's, well, I mean, 70s all are old mu- Yeah, 70s. And the, like, Baby Driver has okay. more 70s music than Time anything. Out. Before we start, start talking about Baby Driver, best decade of music, go. 70s. You think 70s? Uh, you told me the other day you were a big 90s Yeah, guy. no, you're right. It's 90s. Yeah, 90s. Ocean Man. Ocean Man. Every brother hand. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. 70s for me. Easy. No doubt. 70s is a close second. Yeah, I thought you were 80s. 80s is a close second. Like 70s okay. for you. Dude, the 70s though. I mean, Queen, you can't be Queen. That's 80s. Well, you can be Queen. You, you literally can't be Queen. Well, I watched the Bohemian Rhapsody. You guys should definitely watch it. It's an amazing movie. And it made me respect Queen even more, like the, the band. And... I mean, there's so many good bands. Like, when you think of a band, you you immediately go to the 80s and are like... Run DMC. ACDC, yeah. Queen. You think of these big rock bands because yeah. they, like, A$AP started Ferg. the whole band thing. Yeah, no doubt. But 70s, though, you can't beat 70s. It's just fun music, man. Yeah. No, 70s is good. Some late Bob Dylan. We went to prom. Simon and Garfunkel. Prom, our senior year of yeah, high school. Me I'm talking me and my girlfriend. And you, probably. I don't know. They're playing rap music, like, the whole time. Yeah. Which is like the new wave, and I You're don't about like. The end? I yes, I You're don't about the end like rap music. I yep. can't feel it. I can't dance to it, and I love dancing. Don't don't let me get down. I can break it down. I shake a boogie real quick. I know exactly where you are going with this. At the end, there was like a group of people, like yep. like fifteen people, maybe less most. than that. Yeah. And they started playing classic eighties yep. rock. Yep. And I shook it. Yeah. I you did. shook if it. You did. I shook it. Like, there's something about it. Like, I'm not into the whole twerk and all the whole new wave dancing. Ooh, new wave. You the know, old, new the old wave. geezer. I know, I know. I'm a 19 You're old like geezer. On your lawn right now. And I can't, I can't dance to it. I don't know. But the came the 80s, yeah. 70s. I bring out my dancing shoes. Ooh, come on. I got your dancing shoes. Come on. But you do need to watch Baby Driver because okay. it's everything that you would love in a movie. And I do love cars. I love driving. I love driving cars. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. I like, like cars. The movie. Literally, I I will ask like. Ka-chow. Like I met a dude the other day. You met a dude who drove a car that I hadn't driven, and I literally it was a Hummer, a Hummer truck. 
Nice. I've never driven one of those before. Is it? I literally, it was Connor. I literally okay. went up to him and I said, can I drive your car? And we had just met. <laughs> I'm just that kind of person. Like, I love driving cars. I love driving new things. I don't know what it is. Shout out Colin Digert for recommending me to Baby Driver. Obviously, a lot of people have, but he really put planted the seed in my mind. I heard it was he good. I heard it was good, night. but I haven't uh, seen it. Soundtrack, A1. Big soundtrack guy. That's why I like Guardians of the yes, Galaxy yes. the most this in Marvel. Is, this has a very similar soundtrack to Deadpool and Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Deadpool, too. Mm. So, yeah. What's your favorite Marvel movie? Uh, it's hard. It's Infinity hard. War. It's That's hard to trump Infinity War. Infinity War is like the grandfather of yeah. Marvel movies. We're talking like pre-Infinity War. Because obviously uh, Infinity War is... I would there. say it's hard for me to explicitly pick between the Iron Man, one of the Iron Mans, and between one of the uh, Captain Americas. Really? Yeah. So no Guardians in there. I mean, Guardians is behind them. I liked Guardians. um, Guardians 1 was better than 2. There's very few Marvel movies that I don't like. I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but, I mean, you're talking about ranking things that are all very good. So the degree of separation is very slim. Right. What's yours? It's hard to beat Iron Man 1. That's the, the classic... He comes out of that cave. Okay. Mm. It just gives you chills. Mm-hmm. Guardians 1. I mean, it's got to be Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Okay. Strictly because of the soundtrack. Okay. Like, most of the songs I've never even heard in my life, and now I listen to them religiously. Hooked on a feeling. Yep. You know. You do. I do. Ooga I love chaka, all those movies. Ooga, I love all those. Ooga, chaka, I mean, ooga, there's, ooga, there's ooga, one chaka. bad Marvel movie. Iron Man 2 was average. Yeah. But even then, like you Ray just was said, still average. Good. It was still good. It wasn't bad, bad. It, it was wasn't just bad it comparatively. It wasn't on par with the others. Yeah. That's how I'm afraid Captain Marvel's going to end up. I, I, I hope they prove us wrong, John. I really do. It doesn't look that good. I just hope they prove us wrong, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's not because she's a girl. No. No, that's... <laughs> we have to clarify. You gotta clarify. I thought Wonder Woman was a good movie. Wonder Woman's the best DC movie. Yep. Without so, a doubt. I agreed. Agreed. But Captain Marvel's no Wonder Woman. It's just tough, man. I know. I hope they. I just hope they don't mess it up. I'm afraid they will. Gene, we've had the Gene conversation with yeah. X Men. Gene being way too strong, ruined the whole series. I really hope Marvel learns from that and says, yep. "Yeah, we can't do that." Yep. Because then it ruins everything. Iron Man is is no more. Yep. I don't know. All right. Well, that was episode nine. If we have any artists out there that would like to make us some podcast artwork, we would love to have some podcast artwork. So send it our way. Um, we'd love to take a look at it, and we can probably pay you back in handshakes. So that was episode nine. Or hug. Or hug, I'm yes. Okay or hug. some words of affirmation, uh, anything like that. Anyway, okay, bye. Hope you guys enjoyed. Okay, bye. The Pantelis is cool. Bye. I have to have the last word. Bye. No, you don't. No, 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 no. Bye. no, no okay, now no, I have to no, click no, the stop no. sign exactly yeah, I'll do when it. I do. I'll do it. Okay, bye. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed. It's been fun. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for fun. listening, guys, everyone. So much I will see you guys later. It's been so much fun. I'll talk to you guys later. See you first. See you later, alligator, crocodile. (laughs) See you later, crocodile. Better swish. Jellyfish. I like your ringtone, John. Jellyfish.